I'm as old as my tongue and a little older than my teeth, was my grandmother's go-to when she was asked about her age. Thank you, Jonathan Swift. But it turns out that our internal organs can be out of sync with our actual birthdays. So your heart or lungs or brain could be, I don't know, 10 years younger or older than the rest of you. I have a keen personal interest in how we might influence that rate of ageing. Professor Andrew Zaleski is one of the scientists who's been measuring the biological age of our organs lately. Andrew, welcome. Oh, thanks, Hilary. It's it's my pleasure. Now, I mean, I find this fascinating that you've been looking at how old our organs are. What's the the new thing about your research? So, so what we've done here, we've we've developed a, an approach to map uh, organ aging clocks, which tells us whether an individual individual's organs, such as their heart or their brain or their liver, is running uh, faster or slower relative to their uh, chronological age. And so what we find here is actually that a person's date of birth doesn't exclusively determine their age. We see that aging differs across different organ systems. And what does that um, look like? I mean, does it just kind of decay on the tissue? Um, so it depends on the particular organ. We've looked at various measures. So, for example, in the case of the brain, we use MRI measures of brain structure and connectivity. And we know that as a person ages, the thickness of the cortex, the thickness of the outer layer of the, of the brain begins to, uh, begins to reduce. We also know that connectivity between uh, different, different areas of the brain uh, deteriorates as a person gets older. So we can provide that information to an artificial intelligence um, system and ask that system pre- to predict the person's age. And in some cases, so for example, for me, a 43-year-old, it might predict that my brain appears like a 45-year-old's brain. And that would suggest that my brain clock, my biological brain clock is running two years ahead of time, which is probably considered a bad thing in terms of risk of disease um, and, and health. We'll look at that in a bit more detail. But I was interested too, Andrew, to see that you looked at metabolic systems and immune systems as well. Can you do that with an MRI scan or is it some other process that's involved? No. So, so in the case of um, the metabolic system, we look at the concentration of certain chemicals in, in the blood. Um, so, for example, for the me- metabolic system, we looked at blood glucose, the concentrations of blood glucose, of lipids, and other particular chemicals that um, that index the, the functioning of the, the metabolic system. And we know that as a person ages, these uh, concentrations differ. So we can predict whether a person is aging faster or slower given their age and, and, and sex. So, Andrew, do things interconnect in our bodies? I mean, if our heart is a bit older than the rest of us, does that mean our brain and our liver might be as well? Or, or, or are they kind of working independently of each other? No, that's the, the former's uh, exactly right, um, uh, Hillary. That's that was something that really surprised us. Is that we found that uh, if one organ is aging faster, that this then has a profound influence on the aging of other systems. So, for example, we see that if an individual's lungs, in, in other words, the pulmonary system, is aging faster, this also then results in faster aging of the heart, and that in turn leads to faster aging of the brain and the musculoskeletal system. Uh, so this was quite fascinating for us. We initially came to this research thinking that ageing would occur independently across these different organ systems, but that's not the case. There are strong um, interactions between organ systems, and this really speaks to the importance of main- maintaining good overall body health. So in medicine, there are often specialties that will focus on a particular system or a particular uh, organ, but this 
really shows that we need to, uh, in addressing uh, health burden and disease, we really need to take a holistic and integrated approach that looks at the body across all of these organ systems. Wow, holistic health, who knew? <laughs> Crazy idea. It's fascinating that you talk about that that overall body health approach because you looked at some particular chronic diseases that can affect different organs. What did you find about yep. people's chance of developing chronic disease given the, the relative age of those organs? Yeah, so we found that actually, so the interesting thing in this study is that we followed up the individuals that participated. So when we uh, first measured their uh, their particular body indices such as MRI and, and blood concentration. We followed them after and inevitably some of these individuals were then diagnosed with a certain chronic disease such as diabetes, depression, dementia um, and unfortunately some of them also passed away and so we had that information, the mortality and those medical records available to us and we were able to test whether uh, organ, their organ age would actually predict um, whether they passed away or whether they were then diagnosed. And we found that, in fact, there were strong predictions we can predict with fairly good accuracy whether or not that person was then diagnosed with, with a disorder um, as, as well as mortality. Um, and the thing that was most interesting to us is that we thought that, for example, with the mental health conditions such as depression and schizophrenia, these are typically understood as disorders of the brain. So we would assume that actually it would be brain health and function that would show um, the oldest age or the fastest aging in these individuals. But in fact, that wasn't the case. We actually found that aging of the body systems was a more profound manifestation of, of, mental, um, of mental illness in these individuals. And once again, this really speaks to the importance of a holistic view in, in, in mental health care. Well, yeah. I mean, if we can't draw a, a direct line between the age of the brain and the conditions that afflict the brain, do we know what's going on with that ageing? Why is it happening? We don't precisely know why these organs are linked. So this is really a population study where we've looked at associations between ageing and disease, but it's important to, to to point out that the study is not causal, so we can't determine whether a certain factor or, or aging itself is causing uh, the illness. So we really need to do further work, uh, follow-up studies to determine whether organ aging, the aging of, of the biological aging of specific organs, is 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 a causal factor in in, in disease. So the $6 million question then is how do we best look after our organs if, as you say, you know, that overall body health is really important? Is there a way to look after all of them at once? We have done some, some work on that, looking at associations between particular lifestyle and demographic factors that associate with faster and, and slower ageing. And we do find some associations. There are some things that we would expect and, and that would be intuitive. So, for example, smoking causes faster ageing of the lungs, uh, we see that factors such as deprivation, poverty and exposure to air pollution um, result in faster ageing of multiple organ systems, not only the lungs, but also <coughs> kidneys, liver, as well as the brain. And on the flip side, we also see that there are certain factors that associate with slower ageing that can potentially slow down the ageing of, um, of, of our organs. And these are factors such as good sleep duration, one of the things that was surprising to us that was exposure to green space and, and, and natural environment, um, as well as nutrition. Oh, yeah, I expect that to be in there somewhere. That's fascinating. Some of those things under our control and some more of a public health issue. So, Andrew, where would you like to see this research headed next? What, what kind of future do you see for it? 
So we're really keen to take this into a clinical setting. The measures that we're using to predict organ-specific ageing are already used. Many of these measures are already used in the clinical care of, of older individuals. So the, uh, the kind of blood concentrations of blood glucose and lipids would be routinely acquired in a clinic. So we see it's, it should be quite straightforward to translate this work into a clinical setting, given that these measures are already acquired. And in individuals that are at risk for a certain disorder or that might show some initial uh, uh, initial symptoms, we would hope that a, a GP would be able to compute um, organ age. And this would uh, perhaps enable us to intervene earlier or develop um, programs or, or therapies uh, for those that do have evidence of, of faster or, uh, aging of a particular organ system. And ultimately, the hope is, I mean, this is still a long way off, but to potentially develop approaches to uh, reverse the effects of aging or at least slow down aging of, of organ systems that are, that are, that are aging faster than uh, than what they should be. I am all in favour of that, Andrew. More power to your arm. Thanks so much for joining us on Life Matters today. Andrew Zaleski is a professorial fellow at the Melbourne Neuropsychiatry Centre and Biomedical Engineering Department at the University of Melbourne. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.